Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning. Good morning. Buenos dias. Welcome to my neighborhood. How are you doing in your neighborhood? I'm happy that I can read scripture with you today. John Ortega is behind the camera. I am Jim Simbola, the pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, and we're reading through 2 Peter, written by Peter the Apostle to Christians, although it was circulated beyond them, writing a letter. This is a letter. We call it a book of the Bible. It's a letter to these Christians to encourage them, to strengthen them, and to warn them, as we're going to get into chapter 2 soon, about false teachers, false doctrine. So we're reading, finishing up a paragraph here. Let's put the whole paragraph together. Verse 16 through 18. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power. But we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God, the Father, When the voice came to him from the majestic glory, saying, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. You know that story, right? The story of Jesus taking Peter, James, and John up to the mountain of transfiguration when his garments were made radiant white, whiter than any white could be, shining, glory-filled, and he was as if it was transformed in front of them. Elijah and Moses appeared with him. Peter was there, so we saw it. People are saying Jesus never came, Jesus never lived. He said, I was with him. We heard him, I followed him for three and a half years, and I was on that sacred mountain Not that something special about the mountain, but what happened on it. You know, there's no physical object that changes anything in our spiritual walk. You you understand that, right? There's no good luck charms, a cross that you wear, sign of the cross, all of that. Mountain, a sacred mountain. Oh, I got to go to Israel and go where the tomb of Jesus was and all of that. None of that, as we're going to find out, has to do with real spiritual growth and power. People want to make a tour, make a tour. But what did we learn from this? Why did God inspire, the Holy Spirit inspire Peter to write these things? We were with him in that moment where they were overwhelmed, Peter, James, and John, in awe. And Jesus was speaking with Moses and Elijah. They somehow knew it was Moses and Elijah, talking about his soon-to-come leaving of earth after he had poured out his life for us and for our sins. And they heard a voice. Whoa, you think you've had a precious moment in the presence of the Lord? How about hearing, this is, let me get the exact wording, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This is my son whom I love. What did that mean to Jesus, to hear the Father's voice? We don't know, but it must have been beautiful, encouraging, because he was man and God. It's so hard to just really, truly understand that. But here's the truth I want to, or nugget, I want us to chew on today. 
Peter was on that mountain. Peter heard that voice. Peter walked on water. Peter was a braggart in a way, and he got involved in bad stuff while following Jesus in the sense he seemed to be one that was always arguing among the disciples, who's the greatest? Jesus is heading to the cross to die for us, meek and lowly as a lamb. And the disciples are like arguing, I'm greater than you. I have a better ministry than you. What did that do to Jesus's heart to hear that? Jesus, the disciples saw Jesus walking on water. Only Peter said, Lord, call me and I'll come to you on the water. No one else said that. And he got out and he was walking on the water to Jesus until he saw those big waves and he looked away from Jesus. And like us, we look away from Jesus and we see the waves and we get shaky. We begin to sink. Then he prayed one of the great short prayers, save me, something like that. Jesus grabbed him. Prayers don't have to be long to be effective. What's the point here though? He was on that mountain, saw everything Jesus did, heard the voice from heaven, saw Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. And when Jesus was arrested, he denied the Lord three times and cursed the third time. And I don't know who he is. No, no, it can't be. It's a misprint in my Bible. Nobody could hear the voice from heaven, be on the mountain, walk on the water, see Jesus transfigured. And what, months later, deny you even know him? See, that's the, the, the concept a lot of people have. If I could just see a miracle, that would secure my walk with the Lord. Wrong. The Christian life has to be worked out through a daily walk. And no matter what experience we have with the Lord, whatever answer to prayer we had back then, praise God for it. But today is the day the Lord has made. I want you to live out 2023 one day at a time. I want to do that. I want today to be my day with the Lord. I know, but look what God did. He once gave you and the church $6 million in 10 minutes when your back was against the wall. The exact amount, certainly when you see that was needed, certainly you saw that. You're, you're, you're not going to get cold and lukewarm and drift away. Oh yeah? Oh yeah, that's possible. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God who works in you both to will and to do. Today, just concentrate on today. Thank you, Lord, for blessings in the past, but keep me today. Draw me near today, Lord. I want to walk with you. Walk with Jesus today. God bless you. Amen.